Welcome and welcome back. You're listening to the Pure Voice Podcast with Tiffany Moore Borgelin. I am Tiffany Moore Borgelin. Pure, it's who you are when you're unrefined, raw, undistilled, straight, no chaser. Voice, it's the way that you move and manifest throughout this world. My sincere hope for you is that you are or that you are endeavoring to be pure voice. So you guys, as usual, I've been thinking about you. You've been on my mind. You stay in my heart. And I was trying to decide which way I wanted to go this week because I had something else I wanted to talk to you about. But for some reason, I could not escape the dream that I had. The dream, I had it a long time ago, like a while ago, but it kind of resurfaced. So I knew that there was a message in it that I needed to share. So I had a dream one time that I won a contest and the prize was an opportunity to make lunch for Oprah in your own home. Oprah Winfrey, that is. (laughs) There's no other Oprah that I know of, but don't you just love it when someone is an icon enough to have one name? Oprah, Cher, Beyonce, Basquiat. (laughs) I just think that is so iconic. But anyway, I digress. So the prize was an opportunity to make lunch for Oprah in your own home. And the lunch was supposed to be just you and Oprah. It's not an opportunity. I remember being told in the dream to have brunch with all your friends and come over and eat with Oprah. It's not an opportunity to showcase, you know, that you have won this thing with Oprah. It was just supposed to just be an intimate lunch in my home. Even my husband wasn't a part of it. As a matter of fact, the way the dream really began was that I was telling him to leave and to go get an ingredient that I needed so that I could prepare this lunch for Oprah. And as I was cooking, I heard a slight knock at the door, just a friendly little knock. And then I heard the door handle rustling or jingling or whatever you want to call it. And then the door opened slightly and Oprah just peeked her head in. And I was just like, oh, my God. Oprah, I'm so excited to meet you. And she was just so friendly and down to earth. She just came in. She threw a coat over a chair. I looked behind her and outside. I don't know why I remembered this, but she just had her own car. She had driven herself and she really just looked like, hey, girl, I'm so happy to be eating with you. I'm just wanting to take a load off and have some good food. So The dream progressed, and then the next thing you know, Oprah and I were sitting at a table together, and we were eating. And I said to her, you know, there's something that I want to share with you. And she was just so invested in what I had to say. So she just looked at me, and she was like, oh, what is it? What is it? So then I began to talk, but in the dream, I couldn't hear what I was saying. I just know that whatever I was saying was very uh, dear to my heart. I was very passionate about it. And as I was speaking, Oprah was just looking in my face like she was so enthralled and so interested and in such agreement with what was being said. And I was just talking and I was using my hands. And, you know, it was really just one of those moments where I was just really sharing with her my heart. And when I finished, I remember she just looked at me and she just shook her head and she had the most warm and approving smile on her face. And then she reached across the table and she grabbed my hands 
And she said, that is a wonderful idea. You know how Oprah, <laughs> how she talks. Uh, and so she grabbed my hands and she, she said, that is a wonderful idea. This is going to be a success. This is going to just be the most wonderful thing. And I think you should go for it. Go for it. Don't look back. Don't second guess yourself. Go for it. Do it. And I was like, oh my gosh, Oprah, thank you so much. Just to hear her say those words to me, I just remember feeling like I had won the lottery. So she kept holding my hands and then she started nodding, you know, and then I started nodding and I was like, thank you, Oprah. She was like, you're welcome. And then I was like looking at her like, yeah, thanks, Oprah. Like, so you think it's a good idea? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> and I remember thinking any minute now, she's getting ready to tell me that she wants to help me. She's going to invest some sort of way, or she's going to let me meet someone, or she's going to allow me to use her platform. And so we just sat there nodding and smiling <laughs> and nodding and smiling. And this went on for like probably a good 15 seconds if, if it was in real time. And we were just, and she was smiling and nodding and I was smiling and nodding and I was just waiting. And she just kept squeezing my hands and just telling me what a great idea it was after all the smiling and nodding. And then the dream ended. And I remember I woke up and I was like, yo, Oprah, like, seriously, I thought you were going to like try to help me or something, whatever it was I was telling you about in that dream, you sure were invested in it emotionally. And you were giving me all of the markers of Tiffany, you've got this, go for it, girl. I believe in you, but she didn't offer to help me. And I was like, wow. So you just going to leave me hanging Oprah. Okay. That's fine. That's cool. <laughs> One of the things that I know about dreams is that you should always assess the way that you feel when you wake up for one. Like some dreams really are messages from the universe or from God. I believe that anyway, to kind of let you know where you are or give you some insight or some forewarning or to help you to reflect on something and put it in its proper perspective. Some dreams are your subconscious just kind of dumping out things that you didn't pay full attention to when you were conscious. And then some dreams are the result of having Fruit Loops and that leftover piece of fish right before bed. And, and that's all they are. <laughs> or falling asleep with the TV on. But I knew this wasn't one of those. This was something that I needed to take inventory of. And so I did. I sat up in bed and I began to reflect on the details of the dream. And as I did, I began to hear a voice teaching me and telling me, there's some things I want you to notice about that dream you just had. And here's what I learned. One of the things I learned was stop waiting for some magical moment. In the dream, I had obviously proactively entered a contest and the way I was prepping for her arrival let me know that I had an expectation of Oprah beyond just fellowshipping with her. And so I was expecting help in some sort of way. And I began to think about the Oprahs and the Ellens and the Bill Gates and all these other people in the world with these huge platforms and lots of money. 
or whoever the public figure is that many may deem magical or who can, but people that people think can help anyone. And I started to think to myself, stop waiting for some magical moment. These people are not like genies in a bottle that you find and rub and then they come out and grant you three wishes. Neither is anybody else. Get away from that mindset. Get away from that mindset. Listen, it's okay to shoot your shot, but don't rely on that shot to magically help you achieve all of your goals. Stop putting all your eggs in this basket where you're waiting for this one moment in time, this one shot where this one individual or this one entity or organization is going to be the thing that's going to help you to succeed. You're putting your faith in someone else's accomplishments and abilities. You're putting your energy towards that. And it takes away from you appreciating what you have. So instead of always looking for that moment where you can shoot your shot, try instead balancing and strategizing. It's not always going to come through you getting on American Idol or The Voice or whatever competition it is that you think is going to take you over the top. I know lots of people. I know a few of my clients even who have gone on these shows. And this is not an indictment against these shows. And I'm not telling you not to do it. But what I'm saying to you is I've had some who've had measures of success and kind of moved up through the rounds. But most of the people who have done it that I know personally that are clients or just other people, it was just a part, one part of their strategy towards their goal. But even with those who had it as just a part of their strategy, they came back and they talked about the emotional toil or toll rather, the emotional toll it took on them and how they really had to put themselves through the ringer to even continue to be a part of those processes. I mean, the stories that I've been told, So yeah, don't, don't think I'm not telling you to shoot your shot. If you get an opportunity with someone who possibly possibly has the ability and the resources to assist you. But what I'm telling you is you have an obligation, regardless of what your goals are to balance your energy and strategize and have more baskets to put your eggs in than just that one thing that you think is definitely attainable. Now, One of the things that you should do when you're uh, not waiting for that magical moment is prepare and organize like there might be one. So what do I mean by that? Like I just told you, you know, don't just sit back waiting for some magical moment. No, it means that when you invest your energy, do it like at any moment opportunity could knock and you want to be in a space where you've been doing the right thing and preparing and balancing and strategizing. That's what I mean by that. That means apply for the business loan, save your money, do the work like no one is coming to help you, but then understand that maybe you will be one of those people that gets that one moment in time. Either way, stop waiting for some magical moment. Do your work regardless of if it ever shows up or not. We can't all win lunch with Oprah. I, I, I really have never won lunch. It was still a dream. I just keep telling myself it was a dream. Oprah didn't do you like that in real life. <laughs> Another thing I learned is that sometimes the universe wants to make sure that you get the credit. Oh, what a great testimony it would have been if I was able to say, yeah, I got this because 
Oprah herself helped me. My ideal was so good. And God saw such favor in me that he sent Oprah to validate me and to validate my idea. Oh, that would have been a really great testimony, wouldn't it? Listen, whatever your testimony, testimonial, whatever you want to call it is behind when you finally establish yourself and reach that goal you've wanna, uh, that you've been trying to reach, it's not always going to be that glamorous and big time. It's not always going to be that way. That way, others will know it's not about some sort of favor that you have or that they have, but rather it's about the application of perseverance mixed with talent. That way, people won't be able to say, well, if I had Oprah Winfrey writing checks for me, I'd be successful too. (laughs) No, they'll see that it was your work and your perseverance and that you applied any available resources to your dream that you could. You researched, you saved your pennies, you made sacrifices or whatever else. Now, I'm not saying to be stubborn and be out here trying to reinvent the wheel and use your energy towards things when other people are offering you assistance, but you always have to be mindful when you uh, accept assistance even. I'm not saying be stubborn and and so self-reliant that you're out here trying to reinvent the wheel, but don't be always trying to eat from a table that was prepared for someone else. Another thing that the dream taught me was stay ready so that you don't have to get ready. Some of us will hear opportunity knock, open the door, and have to scramble to find our clothes. We have to scramble to find the words to that song that we promised we'd always sing if we met that famous person. We have to scramble to find our portfolios, our business plans, and whatever else. Listen, stay ready. In the dream, all I shared were ideas. I was just talking to Oprah. But put actions behind what you're talking about. Have some substance behind what you're talking about. Yeah, it's great that you can, you know, get other people excited about your ideas, but always have something to show and prove that you've been working, that you've got something going. Don't be scrambling to find words to songs that you've written. I just want to share this song with you real quick. You know, Mr. So-and-so, Mr. So-and-so, um, if you just take a listen to my song, Miss, Miss So-and-so, Miss So-and-so, I have a business plan. I mean, I can't find it right now, but it kind of goes a little bit like this. I want to do this and I want to do that. Mm-mm, no, no, stay ready so that you don't have to get ready. Something else that I learned from the dream is be excellent no matter what you're doing. Do it with excellence. Excellence is the quality of being outstanding or good or extremely good. I know people who don't have a lot or I have known people in my life who didn't have a lot by societal standards, you know, material things. But what they did do with what they had, they did to the utmost. They did to the utmost and they weren't always saying, if I had a better this or if I had a better that. They worked with what they had. And they used it to the fullest that they could possibly use it. And they did it with excellence. And you could tell, you can tell the difference. Even when someone has something and they might be lacking certain resources, excellence is more than just what you can see. It's an energy. It's a spirit. It's a feeling. It's a knowing that that person put in 100%. I remember in the dream that 
when Oprah walked in, my kitchen was bright and it was clean and it just felt good to me. I know that I had gone above and beyond for her arrival. I knew that her coming to my home, my humble home, my humble home by the standards that I'm sure she's used to, it didn't make me feel like I wasn't enough. I just knew that I was presenting what I had to her and she was able to just immediately walk in and feel like a place had been prepared for her. I did it with excellence with what I had. I didn't go out and rent some new shiny home to impress her. It was just she came into my clean, nicely lit kitchen and I felt good about that. And so that helped me to be able to present my idea to her in the way that I did. Even if you just started out, start with excellence. Even if you're a small operation, be excellent. Whenever you're small and excellent, the thing that still stands out is that you're excellent. Are you new to the game? Whatever it is that you're doing, be new and be excellent. Are you working with older equipment or having to make do with hand-me-down resources, do so with excellence. Listen, there's a lot of things you can do, and you can do them with excellence that cost you no money. Like, for instance, be on time. Be on time. That's one of the things you can do. It doesn't cost a thing. Be on time. Another thing you can do excellently, excellently is keep your word. Keep your word. Don't always be looking for a way out and making excuses and hemming and hawing and telling people why you can't do something. But for as much as lies within you, with every ounce of determination that you have, keep your word. Your word is the most valuable thing that you have that you can honor to people. So if you tell them you're going to do it, do it. If something comes up and you're not able to, let that person know Another thing you can do is keep your name good by being known more for character than flash. I know so many people who, man, they really are able to put up the front of being successful. But when you look and see what they're really about, the emperor has no clothes. There is no wizard in Oz. They basically are just fronting. Have character. Don't go out here and Make yourself known for something that you know you're not able to deliver. Just be who you are. (laughs) Pure voice. That's what we're doing here. Another thing you can do that doesn't really cost a lot is do your research on whatever it is that you want to do. You know, that's part of having your ducks in a row, knowing what you want to do and being able to present it in such a way that other people are excited about it because they know that you've put in the time and that you've put in the work. The way she was looking at me in that dream, that let me know that I had done some research. This dream was really a lesson from the universe and I'm just sharing it with you. And I hope you're getting out of it what I got out of it eventually after I got over myself when I woke up. (laughs) So you have to work, you have to build your own muscle This way you can be self-reliant even when those you rely upon aren't able to help you. So when you're doing your research and you're learning your craft and you're learning every aspect of what it is that you're supposed to do, then you can do it 
and be educated enough to get the right people to help you and not be taken advantage of. Whenever I go out or when I opt to do something, whether it's purchase something new or take a class or learn something new, or even whenever I'm just doing what it is that I usually do within my field of expertise, I'm always trying to learn every aspect of it. That way I'm not going to be taking advantage of if I need someone else to assist me and to help me with it. Learn every aspect of your craft so that if you have to hire, say, a sound engineer, you may not be a sound engineer, but you at least know what to expect so that you don't get taken to the cleaners. If you have to hire someone to assist you with your business or with your dream or with your goals, already have put in some work yourself researching what it is that that individual is supposed to bring to the table or researching what it is that you do in such a way that when you bring someone else on board, they can't just be talking a bunch of yada yada to you. And then you're set, you're sitting there at their mercy, not even able to uh, properly assess if what they're telling you is true or not. Always try to be a part of your own process. Don't just sit back and wait for someone else to do it for you. Who amongst us is so altruistic that they would not accept assistance for something, especially something financial or something from the likes of someone with a platform like an Oprah or someone else famous who has the ability to quote unquote put you on. I don't want you to think that asking for help or accepting help is bad. It's not. Just make sure that you're putting in the work on your end. I grew up having to find my own resources, having to make a way myself in many situations when I didn't have the assistance or the help or the resources that I needed. There were no safety nets or rich relatives or getting hired by friends of the family. I had to make my own opportunities. In school and elsewhere, I watched others get put on through family connections and simply coming from money. I'm not mad at them. My circumstances, they made me resilient. They made me creative. They made me crafty and resourceful. It was what it was. That's just what it was. And I had to make things work. Was there an imbalance there that made me become too self-sufficient, even to my own hurt sometimes? Yes. Yes, there was. And that's why I'm telling you, don't go out here and try to reinvent the wheel. But I'm telling you that self-sufficiency will serve you in many ways. If you don't believe that being too self-sufficient didn't hurt me, then you need to listen to my podcast, No Shame in My Game, when I talk about not being able to accept help or not being able to deal with not being in control or being able to help myself. So yeah, there's a balance to all of this. I'm not saying to go out here and try to be an island. No man is an island. But what you can do is to understand that you are more than what you think you are. You have more than what you think you do. Yes, you have good ideas. Yes, you're talented. Yes, you're gifted. You don't have to find that in the eyes of someone else in their validation. But oh, it was so nice to have someone who I admired offer me that validation. I'm not telling you to shun it to the degree that you don't look for mentorship and admire certain people and take their word as jewels because her words to me in that dream were jewels. But I'm just saying you can't always think that there's going to be some magic voyage that's going to take you to your destiny. 
life is real and you'll have to do some real work. You'll have to build a muscle to help you to handle the dreams that you have. There's no genie in the bottle, but there is work. There is strategy. There is investing in yourself and healthy networking and sweat equity and do-it-yourself resources. Believe in your ideas and your gifts. They'll make a place for you, especially when your excellence shines so brightly that people from all walks of life are drawn to you and want to participate in your destiny. Be excellent. If it happens to be a part of the plan where there may be a chance encounter or an opportunity where you get to sing your song for Beyonce or pitch your business idea to Bill Gates or your movie script to Ava DuVernay or whatever, hey, shoot your shot. Just please don't make that your only plan. Billie Holiday said rich relations may give crust of bread and such. You can help yourself, but don't take too much. Mama may have, Papa may have, but God bless the child that's got his own. Oprah may have, all the famous people may have, the people that are doing what you already want to do may have, but God bless the child that's got his own. You are enough in and of yourself. And those people who are supposed to be on your path, I believe that if you come to the conclusion and the understanding and are resolute in that understanding that I've got the provisions for the vision built inside of me. And I'm going to go, even if I have to go alone, people that truly have the resources to help you, they'll be drawn to you. There's no genie in the bottle. I dreamed of Oprah and she gave me some very valuable advice. (laughs) You guys, be pure, be potent, be unpimpable.